Okay, hello. Welcome to part two of Martin and Joe's podcast. Or is it Joe and Martin? Joe and Martin. Martin and Joe's podcast, part two. Um, before I start... Yeah. Sorry, before we start. Yeah. So I went to the toilet before we recorded, mm-hmm. and there was a little bit of sausage roll left on my plate. Yeah. Where's that gone? I'll be honest here, there's a lot more people in this house apart from me and you. Um, it could have been anybody, so... Just saying, it's just not really got off to the kind of start I wanted it to. No, and it is just me and you here. There is no one else here. So yeah. there isn't that many suspects. But I did see a gigantic rat running around my house recently. Mm. Maybe that came back for the sausage roll. Okay, let's start. Okay. Um, I know that before we wanted to start, though, Joe, you wanted to talk about kind of some of the feedback uh, from episode one. Yeah. Well, um, obviously, it's been out there to, what, ten people now? Nine. Nine people. Um I wanted to just get an idea of what the feedback was from who you've spoken to, what they've said, what yeah. kind of feedback, just so I can get an idea of where we're going with this. Yeah, so mainly from the nine people we've had, uh, the feedback's been extremely negative. Um, one of the comments was, this could be one of the worst 45 minutes of my life I've ever spent. Um, I've no idea who you guys are, who you think you are, um, but it's outrageous. Um, and that was my dad. Right, okay, yeah. Um, so that wasn't ideal. Um, one of them said, the only people that are going to subscribe to this are deaf people. Yeah, um, good market though. Which, to be fair, we have looked at how we can approach deaf people with this. Have um, we given it subtitles? We're, yeah, well, we're going to try something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But there could be a target market for us. Um, and just, yeah, overall, people said that it, it wasn't as good as they expected. Um, but, yeah, what do you think? I think they're talking a load of shit. Hmm. It was funny. And bear in mind that we recorded for three hours. Yeah. We'd been drinking three hours before that, three yeah. hours during that. Yeah. Uh, I obviously don't condone over-excessive use of alcohol. No. What no. you call that? Alcohol abuse? Alcoholism. One of those things. Yeah. But I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. There were, there were times where maybe I repeated you a bit too much. Yeah. Yeah, there was. Yes, um, there was. There definitely was. There definitely was. Definitely was. Um, uh, have you not turned your phone off? No, that was me. That was <laughs> okay. some sort of email-based device. Brilliant. Turn um, it off. Sorry. Um, but it's, uh, the thing is that it's a professional podcast, which is the main thing. Yeah. We're not here yeah. for cheap laughs. We're here to make people learn. The last one was about bread, as you know. Yeah. And I like to think that people came around with that with a far better knowledge of the gluten and wheat-based snack than when they entered the podcast. Yeah. Um, Think of us as the oven that baked the bread into something wholesome. Yeah. And a nice link into that is, now we're talking about apes. This is Joe and Martin podcast. So, well, I've got a history story this time. Yeah. It's particularly after the last time when I came here and I didn't write anything. Yeah, I remember that. So I thought, I'll, I'll write something. Um, okay. Then I forgot. Yeah. And on the way here, it was on the Northern Line. Yeah. Uh, while I was writing this story about the history of apes. Yeah. There was a young lady who came down and sat next to me. Um, when she saw that I was writing away on my phone this story, she moved to the other end of the carriage <laughs> and decided to carry on the rest of her journey away from me. So yeah. um, that's just to give you an idea about what happens in ape history. Yeah, and it's, it's also worth mentioning that um, the reason this podcast is so important is, is the stories that we tell, people have been scared for centuries to to tell these tales. There are, there are stories that have taken a lot of research, there's a lot of danger involved in kind of sourcing these tales, um, 
And yeah, we're very pleased that we can bring them to you, but also we've experienced a hell of a lot of danger bringing them to you. I also touched a leg, so that probably didn't help. Well, actually, won't happen. Cool. Okay, well, look, the, the story I want to talk to you, this particular ape-based story, is about the story of Henry VIII and his ape wife. Yes, okay. So you're aware of this, Martin, obviously. Yeah, um, well, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to hearing how this story unfurls, but um, I'm aware of Henry VIII. Yeah. Um, he had a number of wives, didn't he? Yeah, officially six. Um, okay. And there was actually an ape wife, which is not that well documented, and no. it's actually something you brought to my attention. I did, yeah. Did a bit of research on the story. Um, the story goes, divorced, beheaded, died. Divorced, beheaded, ape, beheaded, survived. Okay, which is okay. how this works. Yeah, so, yeah okay. Um, and it, the story really begins soon after Henry VIII divorced his fourth wife, yeah. Catherine Ryan, uh, yeah, one. and went off the radar for three years. Okay. Unbeknownst to the general public, he had fallen for an ape. Henry so, VIII, the lost years. I remember the lost years. Yeah, there was three okay. years after his fourth wife. Okay. Uh, and unbeknownst to the general public, which yeah. I thought was something you might like about yeah, the story, like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, he had fallen for an ape. Okay. So it was commonly known by his kingsmen. So Henry's kingsmen, Mm. um, he had about six or so kingsmen who uh, would kind of tie his shoelaces, would do up his tie and feed him chicken drumsticks. Feed him chicken drumsticks, yeah. I've heard this actually a a, a number of times. They used to sellotape five chicken drumsticks to their hands (laughs) and then approach Henry's mouths with all five on each hand. His mouths. So his mouths, sorry. So he had ten drumsticks there at any given point. And like a boxer... He would box them into Henry VIII's mouth, yeah. and he could take bites out of each bit of chicken that he wanted, like he was sparring. And then at the end, he'd just pull them back and replenish the chicken. Yeah, salsa. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so the Kingsmen would would know about this, and there's kind of documents about what their diaries and how they used to write about Henry. Uh, that he regularly used to leave his kingdom, leaving a pile of his laundry with a face drawn on. Yeah. As his double. So, King Henry used to disappear to a town we know now as Hartlepool. Yes. He was a big fan of the nightlife there, and as Instagram hadn't been invented yet, he could go there for long weekends unnoticed. Nice. One of those long weekends, he was lying on a beach, hanky on head, tights around his ankles, which we know now is the preferred position of someone chillaxing at that time. Yep. Um, out of the corner of his eye, he spied a large, shaggy-haired chap. Mm, okay. Sounds nice. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try King Henry's voice, and obviously we, we didn't have recordio... Recordio? recordio. Like <laughs> we recordio at that time. <laughs> I like recordio. And now we have recordio, things yeah. are different. But, <laughs> but King Henry said... <clears throat> Ooh, I like him! <laughs> Northern. Uh, yeah, well, he's in Hartlepool. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, ooh, like him, said King Henry. Yeah. But King Henry looked across at this shaggy-haired chap and went, now I think I've got this accent right because yeah. we didn't have um, audio recording back then. No. Or it was recordio or something. Or recordio or recordaling, the famous side of it. Carry on. Yeah. Um, but he went, ooh, like him. Yeah. It's emotional. Yeah. Now, um, since that day, they became really good friends. He befriended this creature. They often frolicked across the shores of Hartlepool. And as this creature wasn't really a talkative type, Henry decided to give him a name. And that name was Lord Pickles. I like that. Now, Lord Pickles, of course, as we know, was not a lord. He was an ape. Yeah. But Henry was very much in love. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Did did Henry and Lord Pickles, did they talk? Um, 
did they kind of obviously there's ape language and there yep. is human language was there a point where they almost settled on a kind of middle ground or a kind of language that worked for both of them how would they usually talk well certainly there were points where they clenched fists yeah uh, but I don't think that was a communication thing no okay so um, but we'll move on okay um, well now, this ape, you think, what was this ape doing in Hartlepool, uh, in the shores of Hartlepool? But yeah. actually, the ape was shipwrecked. Traces of his DNA can be found in the locals to this day. <laughs> now, as this secret affair became very serious, uh, Henry had to his, inform his kinsmen of Lord Pickles and his existence. Yeah. Uh, as they assumed at the time, Lord Pickles was a rather large, hirsute man, which... Again, in this time, was enough of a secret in itself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and rather than uh, you know cause any discomfort to the king, they mm. played along with this ruse. Okay, they were happy to go along with it for the sake of the king. Now they weren't necessarily happy because no. one of the kingsmen, who was particularly special due to his lack of anus, yeah, uh, used to regularly write to the townsfolk mm. of his suspicion that this man was actually a primate. Okay, so, what do you think of this part of the story? How did he write to them? Um, with a pen. So he wrote an individual letter to all of them? Yeah. He had too much time on his hands, didn't he? Yeah, well, he hasn't got an anus. Exactly, no anus. So his suspicions were aroused when one day, after Henry had left his Hartlepool beach shack to go back to London, yeah. the Kingsman decided to investigate further. So he broke into the, uh, the Hartlepool love shack yeah. on the beach. And upon entering the shack, he found a large shackle and chain... Yeah. A pile of 30 banana skins of various decay. Okay. And what could only be described as a large ape wearing lipstick, a ruff, and an ape-sized wedding ring with Mr. Ape and Mr. Eight engraved on it. Okay. So Mr. Eight. I like that. <laughs> so you, That's romantic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Turns out Lord Pickles could write as well. Which is... okay. okay. Mr. Ape and Mr. Eighth. Mr. Eight. <laughs> Mr. Eight. Okay. So like Eighth. Eight. Henry the Eighth. Henry the Eight. Okay. There was no TH in it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Mr. Ape and Mr. Eight. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yep. Now, this ape had clearly been crying. The ape left hurriedly, leaving an ape-shaped hole where he bulldozed through the beach shack wall. And is that a metaphorical hole in his heart of Henry the Eighth? Possibly. Okay. <laughs> because what happened next was the ape... On, on his uh, disembark... No, that's not a word. <laughs> his disembarkment? Yeah, his, his disembarkment okay. from yeah. the Love Shack in Hartlepool. He left a letter, which the Kingsman received, okay. gratefully. And this letter read... Dear Henry A, <laughs> I love you. However, I can't ooh, ooh, ah, ah, anymore without you. Live, love and marry again. <laughs> Yours... Lord Picklewickle. <laughs> and that's what his pet name for him, Picklewickle. Yeah, Picklewickle. That's lovely. It must have been. Okay. So, Kingsman, seeing this, yeah. his suspicions were aroused at first, but yeah. I think the evidence was pretty clear yeah, that this yeah, was yeah. an ape that Henry VIII, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Henry yeah. VIII had shacked up yeah. in his love shack. Of course, in Hartley In his Park. shackles. Mm. So, the Kingsman sent this letter to the townsfolk. Now, King Henry, back in London, heard of this letter, and he quashed those rumours of his illicit ape based affair yeah <laughs> I should have thought about this before no I liked it yeah. tongue twizzling <laughs> yeah his illicit ape based affair by announcing his marriage to Kathy from EastEnders and beheading the Kingsman yes I remember this yeah 
So all the while, Henry was secretly married to yeah. Lord Pickle. So that's uh, what's that called? Bigot, bigotry? No, bigotry. Yeah, bigotry. Yeah, bigotry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's double married. Yeah. Even in back in that time, yeah, you when couldn't marry different. more than one person. No, that's yeah. This, this much is true. Yeah. Skip forward ten years later. Yeah. Henry is divorced from his fifth human wife, Catherine yeah. John Cleese. Yeah. And extradited his sixth human wife, Catherine Ron Howard. Yeah. He's now on his deathbed. And do you know what? That bed must have been big because towards the end, he fell in love with the notion of eating bananas mm. and was consuming three to four hundred a day. Um, and he put on roughly five hundred pounds in the last six years. So, yeah, yeah I mean, difficult times for very difficult, yeah. King Hen. Um, and he's lying there on his deathbed, and Lord Pickles makes his return. Oh my god! Okay, he came back. Yeah, he came back. Uh, Where had he been? I, I didn't write that bit down. <laughs> to be fair, I I heard rumours that he'd he'd done a couple of seasons in Butlins yeah, um, with Shane Ritchie. With Shane Ritchie doing a few shows, um, there was rumours of him working with Steve Mulhern in uh, some sort of like magician-based show, but it didn't come to fruition. Good. Uh, so Pickles wearing a lacy number, an early Stella <laughs> McCartney number, some might say. Yeah. Walked into the hospital. You're. Hang on, he didn't do that. Pickles. He waltzed into the hospital, did he? Yeah. <laughs> How sassy was he when he waltzed into that hospital, Joe? <laughs> I was calling it a hospital yard. <laughs> Ye old yardy hospital. Henry's okay. Bananas brings the ape to the hospital yard. That's what he does. I like that. Can you yeah. sing that a little bit? Yeah, I might do it at the end. You do it now. We need a song. Do it now. <laughs> okay. My bananas bring the ape to the hospital yard. Henry's bananas bring the ape to the yard. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah, we'll work on yeah. that later. Anyway, so Pickles, wearing the Lacey number, an early Stella McCartney number, as nice. you remember, yeah. waltzed into the hospital ward, declaring his love for and apologising to King Henry. Uh, but Henry ordered Pickles to be beheaded, and that was the end of it. A love affair over. Um, yeah, I kind of rushed it at the end, but that's it. It was rushing a very, very lovely story. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's sad to know that even back then that there was, you couldn't have a inter-animal-based relationship and people were frowned upon it. Um, but, you know, 2018, things have changed. Things have changed, yeah. Things have changed massively. Um, in a way, they haven't really changed at all. It's still mainly massively frowned upon for good reason. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're in a different time now, aren't we? We are in a different time, but... This is the quality journalism that we wanted to bring to the forefront, and hence, that's what we've done today. Hi, this is Joe Martin's podcast. Let's move on. Yeah. Quick question. Yeah. So, quick question before we move on to the next part. Um, who is the biggest bastard, Captain Hook or Peter Hook? Peter Hook. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Um, Perfect. Should so, we, we, yeah, we've got some other things to talk about. Uh, I, I know I went on a bit for that story. But yeah, no, it was good. So, Future of Apes, have we got anything? I've got a George Michael story, but that doesn't have to come now. Oh, that's celebrity. That's Apes, Apes, that, that come Let's do that. No, do that now. Do that now? Yeah, go okay. on. I mean, we um, didn't do the mid-year story last we week. We didn't, so. we didn't. And Joe, by the way, feel free to ask any questions that you need to on this. But, um, mm. okay, again, this is me and Joe have gone behind enemy lines to uncover this. Um just to make it clear, we're telling a story about George Michael. We're aware that George Michael's deceased. We love George Michael. We think I, I agree. Yep. Fantastic musician, um, talented guy. And honestly, I've never seen a guy roll a blunt like that guy did. But absolutely incredible. Um, 
But the story we're telling is is in love and nothing more. Um, but again, we found this out through close friends of his, um, employees of a local zoo, and also bizarrely Kanye West. But we'll come on to that in a bit. But um, so anyway, George Michael in two thousand and eight was arrested um, for crashing into Happy Snaps, as you guys will know, mm. in North London at uh, 4am after a drink and drugs bender. Um, we've been really lucky to obtain some further in- information about exactly what happened there because, bizar- yeah, bizarrely, it was very well coverage about the crash, but the build-up to that story was was never really told. So to give you an idea, George Michael was at home that fateful evening. He'd just watched an episode of Breaking Bad, uh, Series 1. What one? What one? Series 1. He Which was- episode? First episode. He was ahead of the game, actually. Um, Series one, one, episode one. Watched it when it was not even on Netflix, so he definitely knew what he was doing. Um, but he just got some really nice weed, um, and the weed had turned out to be the strongest weed known to man, and it caused extreme hallucinations and bouts of extreme confusion. So here's where you can understand how this happened. At the same time George Michael was living in his North London mansion, Kanye West was renting the property next to him. Not have not Cut, sorry, North London Kanye West, yeah. Kanye West at that time, you know, he was kind of doing his own thing, uh, wasn't welcome in America pretty much like he isn't now. But he rented a mansion in North London. Now, you know him, he's what you would describe as extra Kanye West, Kanye West, yeah. I he's know a, him very well. He's not the sort of guy who's going to buy a, a cat or a dog or a micro pig as a pet, he's going to go big. So, in that vein, <laughs> he had big. a he had, oh, yeah. a, he had a pet alligator. No, he did. Sorry, Kanye West did have a so, pet alligator. So yeah. Kanye West had a pet alligator. Yeah. Um, lovely alligator. Um, but yeah, had a pet alligator. Sorry. Lovely alligator. Lovely alligator. I'm an alligator. I'm a mama, papa coming to you. That's a day of Bowie uh, reference there. Loving an alligator. If you didn't know it was a Bowie reference, you shouldn't listen to this because we love Bowie. Yeah. Anyway. And, so, and um, George Michael. And we love George Michael. Not Kanye West. And not Kanye West. So George Michael was sitting there in his front room smoking this, what can only be described as super strong ganja with a triple X sign on the front. And as he sat there in his playfully hallucinogenic state, Kanye West went out to his garden to feed his alligator. Now, the alligator... Well, hang on, sorry. Before you carry on... Go on. What is Kanye West feeding his alligator? Um, He's feeding him a selection of cheese. Um, So... You know the cheese, mozzarella, cheddar, um, just the famous cheeses, really. I think, I think we've got our next podcast title. I think, I think we do. <laughs> um, so anyway, Kanye West has... Jesus. Is, Jesus. Kanye West has feeded... Feeded? Has fed, yes, has fed his pet alligator a selection yeah. of finely selected cheeses, including baby bells. Um, and as he leaves, he forgets to shut the gate. Um, oh, no, so this is where hilarity oh. and madness ensues. So... George Michael, in his own house, only a few seconds away, over one garden fence, was sitting there smoking his weed, when all of a sudden he heard a knock on the door. George Michael could not believe that someone had knocked on his back door as he felt that... Excuse me? As he he felt that it was heavily falsified and full of security. All of a sudden... I know it's not supposed to be funny. Upon, open- <laughs> upon opening, upon opening his back door, upon opening his back door, to his utter delight, Andrew Ridgely from his famous band Wham from the nineteen eighties, just like the old days, scuttered into his front room through his back door. Through his back door. Now, 
George Michael could not believe he had not seen his bandmate for over 15 years. Yeah, sorry, yeah. What a way to make a reunion. As he sat there... What an entrance. What an entrance. <laughs> as he sat there smoking on his joint, his ex-bandmate has come back through ready for a reunion. And he did. He scuttered in, didn't he? He scuttered in. Yeah. Okay, so now as George Michael sat there and he started to think in his mind of all of the opportunities that could be back, he was so happy to see his friend, but also realised this was the beginning of the Wham! reunion that the world had been asking for for over 15 years. Was he years. thinking that? He was thinking how, that. How high was he? He was very high. Um, so, George Michael, realising that a Wham! reunion could be on the cards, began writing a brand new album with Andrew Ridgely. He Richley. started doing that that same night. That same night, cool. this same period. Okay, now... To give you an idea of what's actually happening here, and Andrew Ridgely has declined to talk to us during this show yeah. Um, yeah, for reasons that all become quite clear shortly. Because he's never heard of it? He's unaware of his story ever happening. Now, yeah. George Michael was so high that Kanye West's alligator, which had broken free <laughs> from next door, had actually sneaked into his home. Now, George Michael, believing that the alligator was Andrew Ridgely... <laughs> hugged him for three to four minutes and then placed a baseball cap upon his head. He hugged him for three to four minutes? Yeah. Is that what he thought happened? Or is that... No, that is apparently what happened. But yeah. what he did was he hugged the mouth to stop it from biting <laughs> yeah. him. Um, he thought that was a love hug. Yeah, he thought it was a love yeah. hug. Um, yeah. It's also worth mentioning that through the whole reunion... Andrew Richley never spoke once slash alligator as he was an alligator. <laughs> this um, reunion, yeah. But here's how it kind of the story come to a head is that George Michael's sitting there with Andrew Richley after writing six to seven new songs for one. <laughs> I'd love to hear those songs. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, Andrew Richley's songwriting credits on that were mainly just snapping noises. Um, but, I mean, there were some hits there, I'm sure. But George Michael's sitting there, had a brainwave after six, seven minutes, and he reached for his camera, disposable camera from Boots. Mm. took himself 25 photos of the two of them back together. Um, in one of the photos, George Michael's head was firmly placed in between the alligator's jaws, yeah. and if only for his mobile telephone rung, he managed to get his head out on the nick of time before the alligator <laughs> pounced and nibbled upon his beard. Did he think um, Ridgely was just trying to kiss him again? I think he did. I think he thought it was affectionate. I mean, Club Tropicana, if you've seen that video, there's lots of kind of man love. Um but George Michael, at that point, after taking 25 photos of his disposable camera of the two of them, yeah. him and the alligator, or Ridgely, as you will, um, he said, we need to get these photos printed, as I think of course. it could be the front cover of the album. Um, so next thing you know, George Michael... <laughs> walked... Hang on a minute, I see where this is going now. Okay, yeah, you can see where this happened. Yeah, okay, right, go on. So, George Michael, at that point, um, literally got up, ran out to his car. Um, at that point... He had a, uh, a, a mini, um, small car. He wasn't really into them usually. But he had his mini, and he got in with the alligator. What's he usually into? <laughs> He's into far larger cars, like Escalades. Um, yeah. But George Michael... What colour? Normal colour. George Michael um, and the alligator jumped into the car. George Michael had to forcefully put Andrew into the car. Um, forcefully. Now, the end of the story was this, and it's quite sad, actually, is that... Um, George was driving his car and again it's worth mentioning he was incredibly high in a hallucinogenic state 
He wasn't in the front. And he's not in one of his Escalades. No, and he wasn't in the front of his car um, in a full-blown Wham reunion. He had a dangerous alligator that could kill him at any moment. <laughs> wearing um, a baseball cap. Wearing a baseball cap that says Wham on it with a seatbelt around him. Um, choose life, right? Choose life. And as the alligator and George Michael... Um, as Alligator and George Michael drove through North London on that fateful evening, the Alligator had a moment of realisation and realised that he played the part of Andrew Ridgely <laughs> for far too long now. So the, the Alligator had the realisation. The alligator Not George. No, George was still in the Alligator did. Yeah. Um, so the Alligator forcefully bit on the steering wheel, causing George Michael to spin out of control <laughs> and smash into Happy Snaps. Um, the Which, al- how ironic. The Alligator, knowing that it was time to escape, ran away, and hence why this was never actually discussed previously. The only thing he left was the Wham baseball cap um, on the front seat, which would always be a harsh memory. Um, the worst thing was is that after the police came and they held George in custody for 24 hours, um, they said to him, would you like to call anybody? Um, we've got your your mum's number here. And he said... Have they got his mum's number? I'm not sure. Um, but he said... He'd been there before, isn't I he? I mean, after 24 hours of brutal questioning, he had to <laughs> sober up. He said, who would you like to call? And he said, can you get Andrew on the line? There's a WAM reunion coming up. And that's the saddest part oh, of it all, Joe. Actually, quite, that's... Because actually, it was an alligator wearing a baseball cap and there was no WAM reunion. <laughs> there was no WAM reunion, was there? That's really sad, isn't it? This is Joe and Martin's podcast. <laughs> Okay, so up next, we've been incredibly lucky to get the one and only Professor Sugarsnap talking to us about apes. Professor, Professor, are you there? Well, Martin, let me get my accent a bit more right before I continue. Tune it. There we go, continue. That's it, I'm in. You're considerably more Mancunian than the last time we've met. Professor Sugarsnap? Well, I'm not from Hull. I'm no. John Cooper Clark reincarnated, yeah. aren't I? Yeah. That's the accent. Excellent. Okay. Well, I used to own an ape, and this ape I used to experiment on. Okay. What kind of experiments? You know, uh, that sort of experiment. Ah. And this experiment went wrong, and I was very upset. Okay. And I went in to live in the forest for a bit, but before I did, I froze the ape. Okay. I froze the ape, Martin. You froze the ape? I froze the ape. You froze the ape in time? I froze the ape, Martin. Don't question me. Okay. But when I went off into the forest, I came back and I seen the ape had thawed. And, and I wanted to tell you the story, Martin, okay. of, of how I, I reconvened with this ape and how, uh, how pivotal it was in my life. Okay, I'd love to hear this, Professor. Okay, have you got five minutes? <laughs> I've got six yeah. for you, Professor. Excellent. Uh, and feel free to cut any of this out if the accent don't work. Okay. I made it through the wilderness. Somehow I made it through. <laughs> don't know how lost I was until I found you. Okay. I was beat. Incomplete. I'd been had, I was sad, and you were blue. But you made me feel, yeah, you made me feel shiny and new. That's lovely. Who, like an ape, touched you for the very first time? Who, like an ape, when your heart beats next to mine? (laughs) Gonna give you all my love, ape. My fear is fading fast. 
been saving it all for you, ape, cause only love can last. You're so fine, and you're mine, make me strong, yeah, you make me bold. Oh, your love thawed out, like your ice, yeah, your love thawed out, when you were scared and you was cold. Like an ape, who, <laughs> touched for the very first time, like an ape, who, with your heartbeat next to mine. Whoa, 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 hey, whoa, 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 you're so fine, and you're mine, ape, I'll be yours, till the end of time, ape, cause you made me feel, yeah, you, made me feel, yeah, you, made me feel, yeah, like an ape, ooh, Touched for the very first time. Like an ape. Oh, with your heartbeat next to mine. Thank you very much, Professor. Um, thank you for your time. All right. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Hi, this is Joe Martin Podcast. Okay, so up next, we have got the popular true and false. Right, well, hang on. No, before that. Go on. Can I do a joke? Yeah, go on. Okay. Uh... Okay, this is pretty good though. I don't know if I should do it in this podcast or maybe save it for later. I mean, do it on this podcast because if the second episode doesn't go well, we won't be able to make it. Okay, anymore. all right, this is it. Um, so, what do you call a man standing on a chair? Go on, what do you call a man standing on a chair? Wolf Castle. <laughs> <laughs> This is Joe and Martin's podcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Thank you very much, Joe. Very good joke. Thanks there. for letting me do that. Um, no, fun. no, no problem. Um, so now we've, we've trawled the internet, we've trawled the archives, we've done a lot of research to try and find um, facts that are that true or false oh, to, to come back and present to Joe. Um, now, I'll, I'll be honest. I just want to say this is my favourite part. Yeah, this week's been tough um, as a lot of ape material has been done, um, but we're going to see what we can do. So... What we want to do, Joe, is some of these aren't even true and false. They actually require an answer, so they're going to keep you on your toes. Or um, like true or false. Yeah. Okay. So, first one. True or false. Haribo, this week, came under fire after releasing a new sweet... This week. This week. A new sweet which contains extracts of monkey in. The new product, Orangutan-tastic, is available <laughs> in all stores now. <laughs> okay, that's... I think it's fantastic. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Good. Um, Thought it was. Monkey uh, activists and enthusiasts have boycotted the new sweets. Thought it had. Chimpanzees' tails, on average, are longer than Warwick Davis. <laughs> true or false? False. False. The answer is true. Chimps' <laughs> chimps' tails are longer. I didn't know that. Yeah. The average chimpanzee's tail is 61% longer than Warwick Davis. 61 Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> That's true. Okay. 
Give me a minute. Okay. <laughs> okay, go on. Willow. Okay. So. Okay. True or false? Dunstan from the film Dunstan Checks In yeah. has been hit with a world record fine after refusing to pay his hotel bill after forgetting to check out. Is that true or false? <laughs> Is this the world record hotel fine? He was incredibly good at checking in, but not so good at checking out during his hotel's days. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's got to be true. That was the, what, early 90s? That is true. Late yeah. 90s, but yeah, very good film. Brilliant um, film. One of the best ape-based films. Very good. What's your favourite ape-based film, by the way? Uh, actually, very good question. Um, I was always a big fan of the popular film Mighty Joe Young. Yeah. What about yourself? Mine's Planet of the Crepes. Planet of the Crepes. <laughs> I heard that referenced on a previous episode. <laughs> and if you've not heard it, they're available to download from all good podcast yeah, any, retailers. Any podcaster would listen. Any podcaster? Any podcast person? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> okay. Anyone who listens to podcasts. Okay. Amorous. Do that again. Okay. So, next question. <laughs> True or false, Joe? This is an old... Why do you keep saying false? <laughs> what do you say? True or false? What do I say? Force. <laughs> what, you can't say force? Force. True or false? <laughs> F-A-L-S-E. You can force. say both. <laughs> force is like backwards and forwards, push and pull. No, it's not. It's like the light side or the dark side of the force. No, that's fo- force. That's yeah. what I'm saying, right? Yeah, but you should say force. Yeah, I am. Okay. Here is an old Chinese proverb, and I want you to tell me if the proverb is true or false. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Give a monkey a banana, and they will eat for a day. Give a monkey some banana seeds, some fertile ground, some fresh water, the right climate, and some agricultural tools, and they will die in the sun, chewing the pages of the books while throwing banana seeds at each other. True or false? True or false, Joe? <laughs> this is it, this is an old Chinese proverb. <laughs> is this an old Chinese proverb? True. True. The answer it's, is false. Oh, it's false. No, no, sorry, no. mate. What was the proverb? I, I can't tell you. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm, I'm glad we got to the end of it. Okay. True or false, Joe? No punk. <laughs> no punks. No punks. True. 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 True or false, Joe? No monkeys were harmed in the making of this podcast. Mm. It's not over yet. <laughs> True. And you are sitting on a chair made from gorilla. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, okay. True or false, Joe? Ah, Bisto. True or false? True or false? Ah, Bisto. True. True. The answer is true. Very much so, gravy. Very, very much so. Um, okay. This one isn't as true or falsey, but um, okay. see where you go with this. Okay. Complete the sequence. Okay. Oh, I like these sort of ones. Because like that Only Connect show. Yeah. yeah well, okay. Who is that woman? She's married to the guy from Peep Show. Uh, Mitchell and Webb. Very attractive. Very. I, I like the whole kind of smart, attractive. We should send her this podcast because... We have, we've sent it to who, hang on, who have we sent it to? We've sent it to a selection of what we would call the top 2% of the population. Um, and they have, well, we haven't heard much back. Do you want to say who they are, Joe? Stacey Solomon. Yeah. Have you heard that? Nothing. Right. Ricky Gervais? Oh. Stacey Solomon, it's well known that she can't type. Ricky Gervais? 
nothing back from Ricky Gervais, but um, he's busy making Netflix shows that no one laughs at. Did you extend his surname? Gervais. I may have done, so. True or false? Yeah. Andrew Marr? No. He's not come back. Baxter Jury? No, I love Baxter Jury. Bob Mortimer? He's the dream. What was the sequence? Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so you ready? Complete yeah. the sequence. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Ooh, ah, 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 ooh, ah, Can you repeat it? Yeah. Complete the sequence. Ooh, ah, 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 ooh, ah, ah, ah. Claudia Winkleman. The end of the sequence actually was. <clears throat> Get down, you damn monkey. This is a podcast. That was the monkey's owner. Can you do the whole thing together? The whole thing? So. The whole the scenario. sequence okay. from the start, yeah. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Get down, you damn monkey. It's a podcast. Understand? Yeah, makes okay. a lot more sense now. Makes a lot more sense. Excellent. Just need to put them together, really, didn't you? Um, I like it when a monkey goes. He goes like this. He goes, "Done with your dud. Show me your dudden." Yeah. Have you ever heard a monkey do that? I have. Monkey I've... see, monkey do. Monkey see, monkey do. You also, do it. Also, you do it. Actually, as you said, you do it. No, no, you do it first. Which one? Done with your dud. Show me your dudden. Done with your dud. Show me your dudden. Yeah. No, do it like a monkey. Tell me your ooh ooh. Show me your ooh ooh. Yeah, go on. Okay. Sorry, what are you saying? Talking of blind monkeys, as you just mentioned there, yeah. true or false, a blind monkey in eastern India sues after complaining the saying, monkey see, monkey do, wasn't applicable to him as he was blind and has no clue what to do in life. <laughs> uh, uh, true. That's true, yeah. How that much did he true. get? Six rupees? He, no, he, well, maybe. Um... Okay, we've got a few more. To, we've got a few more to wrap up. How many have we got? You got a few. Okay, true or false, Joe? Yep. The term monkey false. business was created after naughty monkeys began trading on the FTSE 500. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that right. is true. Go on. Okay, okay. We'll be back in. Right, go on. Okay, true or false? Banana activists. Banana activists. Banana activists have started a campaign against monkeys, believing them responsible for consuming 50% of all bananas on Earth in the last year. The other 50% are needlessly wasted by Mario, Luigi, and friends in Mario Kart. True or false? Too much question. True or false, James? What do I need from you? Let's do a podcast. True. True. Come on. Yeah. The answer is true. All right. Do you know what would be a good idea, Joe? If we get together once every couple of months or so and we make a podcast, Yeah. what are we going to do it about? Well, we'll have a different subject each week. Yeah. What I'm going to ask you if 50% of monkey activists are ashamed of whatever's <laughs> happened to bananas, true or false? I like that. Brilliant. Go on. Yeah. Okay. It's true. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, Joe, before I ask a question, have you seen the film Gorillas in the Mist? Just tell me the no, truth. I haven't. No, I haven't. So it's true. a film with Sigourney Weaver. True. <laughs> true. <laughs> Hopefully, some of our listeners have seen the film. Um, it's a film made, I think, 1990, so old school. But anyway, a couple of years ago. Gorillas in the Mist has been. Sorry, true or false? Hmm. Gorillas in the Mist has been. Bear in mind, I haven't seen this film. Yeah. Gorillas in the Mist has been digitally restored in higher definition and now contains no mist and only monkeys in bad costumes. True or false? <laughs> I have to go with true. You wouldn't the make answer that up. Is true. It's not the sort of thing you make up, is no, it? No, exactly. The answer is true. Um, okay, next one. Okay. Okay, Joe, next up. True or false? 
Michael Jackson's monkey, Bubbles, has recently been discovered to be a cannibal and tried to eat Michael Jackson seven times in the duration of his life. The headline in the Sun newspaper this week was, I'd rather have a bowl of King of Pop. <laughs> True or false? <laughs> True or hang false? On, no, no dead time, come on, no dead time. <laughs> Sorry, wait, hang on. Just say true. I can't get out. True. <laughs> That's it. No more needs to be said about that, does it? Done. done. Well done to the sun for putting the headline yeah, together. Very good, actually. Um, for those people who, who aren't aware, people who listen from uh, other places other than the UK, the sun is a horrible thing created by Rupert Murdoch. Yes. Um, don't read it. Never seen it. Um, okay, so we've got a couple more questions now um, to end it on. Um, so first one, I said earlier my favourite film was Mighty Joe Young. True or false, Mighty Joe Young now goes by the name Mighty Joe Old. <laughs> True or false? That's what you call me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's true. That's okay. True. That is, I know that's true for a fact. Now, for some of our older listeners, um, this will be a good one for you, especially if you're into musicals. The monkeys, or should I say flying monkeys, in Wizard of Oz... Mm were reclassified as MERDs, a combination of birds and monkeys. <laughs> True or false? Why, why were they reclassified in a made-up film? They weren't, they weren't monkeys, they weren't birds, they called them MERDs. Who did? Who was they? Judy Garland. <laughs> Judy Garland? Yeah. Every time she was interviewed, someone said, what about the flying monkeys? And she went, no, you mean the MERDs. Yeah. Exactly. False. True. Now, <laughs> last two. True or false, Joe? Last two. Oh, I got him. Last two. True or false? Damon Albarn. False. Say false. False. If we're going to do any more of these podcasts, you're going to have to start saying false. True or false? <laughs> yeah. Damon Albarn keeps the other members of Gorillas in cages whilst not recording an album. True or false? <laughs> That's definitely true. That's definitely true. That is true. Yeah. Go on. on the music subject, mm. true or false? The of course. True or false? True or false? Yeah. The Arctic monkeys are seven percent primate. Yeah. That's, no, no, actually, that's false. They're fourteen percent. Okay. Now this one, listeners, is going to actually. Are you gonna, is that true or false? False. And um, this one, listeners, is interesting because actually there is there. What I'm going to tell you now is truthful. Um, and if you get the answer right, it's something that really you'd be very happy to know. Monkeys have been to space. That's a fact. The first yeah, ever lunar yeah, landing yeah, included a monkey. Yeah. Um, what Neil Armstrong, wasn't it? Not Neil. What was the first monkey in space called? Space Ape Conqueror, Lightyear McBrave, or Albert? Is one of these true? Yeah. Don't mess up if one of these isn't true. Space Ape Conqueror, Lightyear <laughs> yeah. McBrave, or Albert? Albert just seems too easy. This is this is veering into like QI territory. Um, yeah, Albert. The answer is Albert. Is it? It's actually true. Yeah. What were the other two? Where did you get the other two from? I made them up. Um, yeah, I mean, no one's called Lightyear McBrave, are they? <laughs> but I feel like it might be a character in a few podcast times. <laughs> we'll see if we can get him on the phone. Hi, this is Joe Martin's podcast. 
Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That's it from me and Joe this week. I hope you enjoyed episode two of our podcast. And I also hope that one day that man, woman, child, toddler, teenager, elderly human, and monkey stand together side by side for a more beautiful future. Oh, ah, ah, ah. Oh, ah, ah, ah. Get down, you damn monkey. It's a podcast. Hi, this is Joe Martin's podcast.